0: Welcome to the Contra Corriente Podcast. My name is Quinn. My name is Ed. And my name is Jasmine. This podcast is part of a project in collaboration between high tech between high school students from High Tech High in San Diego, California, and Colegio Monte Trabor y Nazareth in Santiago, Chile. In this part of our project, High Tech High students research stories about San Diego, both now and in the past, that are often not shared or represented when people learn about our city.
1: Okay, hi everyone, um, my name is Quinn and this is our group. We're gonna be talking about the LGBTQIA community and um, how San Diego has helped um, support the community and how San Diego has not supported the community. So yeah, okay, let's go.
0: What did you know about this before the, the, our project?
1: Um, Um, I didn't really, oh, go ahead, go ahead, my god.
0: I didn't really know anything about this before, but, yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I, I mean, I knew, like, what, I didn't really know what the LGBTQ, like, IA, I didn't know what the IA stood for, but I knew, like, the LGBTQ, I knew that stuff for, but just not the IA part, and um, how to support them. And I didn't even know that San Diego has like a um, support system for the LGBTQIA people.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think um, all of us, we were, we were definitely like, um, we were like going into something new. We never really like, really learned in depth into. So, learning about this was like kind of different and yeah what is interesting to you about
1: this topic
0: um for me nope
1: no go ahead jasmine go ahead sorry
0: for me what was interesting about this project or this topic um when i was researching like There was a lot that came up about the dedication for, like, like, they were dedicated to anyone of the LGBTQIA plus community, like, how hard they fought for their, like, their, um, for everybody to, like, for their rights, love them for who they are, oh,
1: no. Yeah, same here. Like I didn't realize that um, San Diego like created a website for the LGBTQIA plus community and I didn't know that you could actually like donate to those people, you know, to the people who like want to get married but can't afford it or celebrate like their anniversaries with their loved one um, or their birthdays and even like create a memorial. I thought that that was really cool. And I also thought that it was kind of cool that Balboa even, or Balboa Park even created like a, um, a museum for them to honor them and to honor the the fights or their triumph and the struggle that people of the LGBTQIA community had to go through.
2: Uh, yeah, um, I, I, there's shit. Just- um, It was definitely really interesting learning about this topic. Um, There was a lot of struggles and um, a lot of, like, um, amazing parts about, like, these type of stories. Um, Those people have gone through a lot to get to where they are now. So it was definitely a very interesting and amazing progress to, like, read about what they have gone through
0: what is some of what is something that has surprised you in the research um
1: i guess just like the amount of history that we have i mean san diego it's it's an amazing place. I just didn't think that it had like that much history to it, especially within the LGBTQIA community. I didn't think that um, uh, we would find like a lot of research about the community in here in San Diego. And I think it was kind of cool just to see the different stories that came up. And yeah. Same.
2: Same, to be honest okay what new questions are surfacing about this topic
1: I honestly don't have any new questions
0: I don't have any questions there just I, mean, to- I
2: it's more like a wondering like what Is there any, like, is there still any problems that's happening that's still affecting them?
0: What other thoughts or feelings do you have about this topic?
1: Like I said, I just feel like I know more about it. Like I knew some things, but I just didn't know as much beforehand. And so now that we have like more information about it, we can, that will help us feel like comfortable when we're, you know, spreading awareness about this and when we go to like talk about this in other places
0: how about you guys
2: um for me like this this whole topic was like it, it was a new thing going into like learning and it was really interesting learning about this topic there was a lot of um a lot of struggles that they have gone through, and um, they have they have gone through like a lot. So it was um, there isn't really that much anymore. Thought it's just um, I wish we had like more time to research a little bit more.
1: Yeah, me too. So why do you think people should know about this?
0: Um. People should know about this because they don't really take into consideration how the LGBTQIA community like really feels. And they should know that they have to go through all of this and like, and they should also know that they get support too.
2: Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, It's like, they have gone through so much, and at the end, we're all people. It's just that everyone is different, different in their own way. So um, we just have to support them.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's also, like, just to quickly wrap this up, it's also, like, we come into a world, like, we're in the 20th century. We're, We're Gen Z, so it's, like, we're growing up in a world where, like, Transpho- like transphobic, um, homophobic, and other people or people like that, unfortunately, still exist. And so I think it's good to know a lot of information about this and to spread awareness because, yeah, a lot of people don't know what people of the LGBTQIA community have to go through. And um, I think that we got really lucky with this topic because not very many people know a lot about it so definitely yeah all right well thank you for listening to this podcast and i hope you enjoyed our conversation to talk to you guys about the research that I found um, about the LGBTQIA's struggle or stories of struggle here in San Diego, and I wanted to share that with you. So when AIDS or other or acquired immune deficiency syndrome, you know, otherwise known as AIDS, when that first became um, more noticeable and like it spread across the globe as like a disease Um, it was not called AIDS before, it was known as GRIDS, and GRIDS stands for Gay Related Immune Deficiency Syndrome. And, um, I wanted to just talk about how much of an impact that that had on a lot of people. Like, that was just it's disrespectful because the reason that they called it that is because they noticed that um, homosexuals were the only ones, were the only people. Um, getting that or getting AIDS so I wanted to talk about how disrespectful that was and um, how that like really hurt a lot of other people and that AIDS was very very difficult like going through that and it was very difficult for people here especially here in San Diego so there were first um, only two cases here in San Diego a while ago And then it slowly um, started to grow and AIDS killed around 8,000 people here in San Diego. And uh, people thought AIDS was um, God's way of displeasure for members of the LGBTQIA plus community. And that that was a way, or people acted that that was like him saying that homosexuality is not okay and I would, I just wanted to say that that's not right um and unfortunately it didn't really explain why they changed the name to AIDS from grids to AIDS but I'm my guess is because um different like because of protests and there were also like um scientists were also coming out with different ways um how you could like get the disease and so i think that that's one of the reasons why they changed the name but it was also because of the level of disrespect towards the lgbtqia community um i don't really have any questions i mean i i, I guess my only question is just like why do they really change the name from grids to aids you know that's really all i can think about um but yeah Thank you for listening to my research.
0: Hi again, it's Jasmine. As we got further into our research, I wanted to understand more about the LGBTQIA plus community and want to share what I learned with you. The first thing I wanted to share is my supporting question. Some of the ways the San Diego community has helped the LGBTQIA plus. San Diegans created a website where you can donate any amount of money to a person of the lgbtqia community in need some of the most some of the money goes to people in the community who want to get married celebrate their anniversaries birthdays and or create a memorial i was really interested in that because you can see how people in san diego care about them and want them to have a wedding or any celebrations they want because their parents or whoever can't or won't support them. Members of Balboa Park even created a museum to honor the struggle and history of being a part of the LGBTQIA community. Some schools in San Diego have clubs that are dedicated to anyone of the LGBTQIA plus They talk about their own personal stories of being a member. Don't make assumptions about people's sexual orientation or gender identity. Speak out against homophobia, transphobia, and anti-LGBTQ harassment and discrimination. Speak out against the use of anti-gay slurs. Be supportive of anyone who chooses to come out attend LGBTQ events, read, learn about, and discuss the LGBTQ issues and the rights of LGBTQ students, wear or display LGBTQ friendly buttons, stickers, or posters. One question I was still wondering is how much has that website saved up and how much has it spent?
2: Thank you. Hi again, it's Dad. As we got further into our research, I wanted to understand more about the whole LGBTQIA community as a whole, and I want to share what I learned with you. Something I want to share is how they got to this point, what has happened to get here to where they are now, and the triumph they got after those struggles. Um, Back then, different genders were extremely unthought of that much, and when there was extreme discomfort, and when there was there was extreme discomfort for the like affecting to that person who was in that situation. For example, Christine Kehoe was a lesbian who was elected to San Diego City Council. She represented District Three, which was from Balboa Park to Kensington and City Heights, where a large group of gay people live. After that, a lot has changed from laws, and now centers are built to support those in need. One question that I'm still wondering is, if all of this never happened, what would the world look like? And and yeah, that's all I got. Thank you for listening. Not here today because she has other news to deal with. But yeah.
1: Okay, so what if we learn about the LGBTQIA community here in San Diego?
2: it's kind of, well, it's a very huge topic, um, and it's, like, hard to go in depth in for, like, three minutes, but, um, what we learned about is how, like, the struggles they have gone through, um, uh, like, how much, how much, um, progress they have gone through over the years of having those struggles, um, and, some ways that we could help support them um and
1: yeah also also like how much um they yeah like how much they've grown and um we've learned like where we're at right now versus where we started and i think that that's from that point has it's had a tremendous amount of progress so yeah yeah and okay
2: and um what will stick with you about researching this?
1: Um, I think again, just the progress and um, just remembering where we started and um, where we're at right now. I think just that amount of progress um, and just the history and what the people had to go through. I think that's what's gonna stick with me because the members of the LGBTQIA community went through a lot of pain just a lot of pain and suffering just to get to where they are right now. So that will stick with me.
2: Yeah, I agree. Um, like just knowing their struggles and how what they've gone through is definitely gonna stick with me and like respect to like those who made the decision to like make like choose that um, choose to be in that situation and they have my respect.
0: Awesome.
1: What do you hope your partners in Chile will learn from this podcast? Um, I think that they'll learn that San Diego has a lot of history to it and that it's just, it's not like any other town or any other city. Um, I think they'll learn that San Diego has really pushed its limits to have people be able to um, be what they want to be, or be who they want to be, and to—and we're still in the process of learning to accept them. So I think that that's something that I hope that they can get from this podcast.
2: Yeah, I agree. It's, um, i would want them to remember and learn, like some ways how we could support them if. There's like um, because we can't really do anything else except for just giving them um, like supporting them like financially or sometimes emotionally too. Yeah.
1: Thank you for listening to the Contracorriente podcast. More episodes can be found on the Instagram TV at Project Contracorriente.
2: And unfortunately. Jasmine is not here today because she has other news to deal with, but yeah.